welcome to Adam's Rib. It is our goal to uplift, encourage, and guide women in becoming the person that God intended for us to be. We believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for our sins and rose again so that we could have eternal life. We want to guide you in figuring out God's purpose for your life. No subject is off limits here. We are Adam's Rib, and here we go. Hey, I'm Lindsay. And I'm Jessica. And welcome back, Adam's Rib, episode 65, Money Talks and Nobody Walks. Hey, what? <laughs> Why you adding extra? <laughs> Money Talks. No extra. Did you just give us an accent? Too? I did. Oh my gosh, where are you from today? Uh, and I'm so excited. <laughs> Excited today because we have a special guest, and I'm so excited to have her with us. Yes, that is why it's called Money Talks. We just really felt led to finally talk about finances mm -hmm. and finances God's way. I think us as women, especially Black women, you know, we're not really taught really about finances, and you know, we're taught about you know tithing in church, which is all great, but we're not really taught about personal finances as far as. Mm -hmm. Budgeting, investing, and borrowing, and lending. You know, I want to be the lender and not the borrower, you know? Amen. Amen. <laughs> and so our special guest, her name is Melody Robinson Wright, and she is a microbiology PhD candidate and lives in Philadelphia with her husband and two dogs. Um, she's also working as a digital media influencer, partnering with national brands to create engaging online content. Um, her, she's passionate about helping to change the financial future of millennials and erasing the taboo that money should not be discussed. Mm -hmm. So through her Broken Purpose consultations, she has helped several clients get a grasp on their debt and start to change their financial picture. Melody writes for her personal lifestyle blog, www.beingmelody.com, where she shares recipe, beauty tips, as well as other great lifestyle topics. She's also the founder and editor of livingbrokeonpurpose.com, where you can find money-saving articles, tips, and monthly Broke on Purpose updates. Welcome, Melody. Welcome. Yay. Hi, ladies. Thank you all for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, Jess, I'm going to move your phone. There, that Way. I can't see the timer. Thank you, Jessica. So, Melody, so for people that just, you know, may not know, can you maybe just kind of share with us just your, you know, your, your personal story and, you know, how you got to write, you know, the ebook of Living Broke on Purpose and how you kind of got to start your blog and, you know, what drove you basically to do that? Sure. So, um, Broke on Purpose was basically created after I realized that, well, my, um, my PI, which is basically my boss in the lab, he was saying, you know, hey, you're going to graduate soon, so you got to start getting ready. Um, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, if I'm going to graduate soon. That means my stipend is going to stop because as a PhD student, we do get stipends. Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, so I need to sit down, look at the finances, and figure out, like, where we are with our money and how much we need to be saving up so that when my stipend does stop, um, we'll be okay or we'll have a plan. Okay. And after sitting down and doing that, I realized that we we were in trouble. I mean, we had a mountain of debt that I that I knew was there, but until you sit down and actually add up all the numbers, you really don't realize the total amount. Mm -hmm. And um, we were in trouble. And if we didn't change right that minute, we were probably going to be looking at maybe filing bankruptcy. And I hate to say that, but it's kind of one of the things. It's just like, well, when you don't know what else to do, that's kind of the way where you turn. Yeah. And so um, I sat down that very minute. I, you know, wrote up everything, created a budget, and I said, okay, this month I'm going to live. I'm just going to be broke this month. Yeah. So that means 
any extra money that comes in is going to go towards paying off, you know, bills and paying off credit cards and whatever else we had. And when people would ask me, you know, hey, you want to do this or that? And I'd be like, no, girl, I'm broke, you know, but I'm broke on purpose. And I would always mm-hmm. say I'm broke on purpose, broke on purpose. And, you know, they would call me and they would say, what are you doing? You know, you want to do this? And they'd be like, oh, well, you're broke on purpose. So you probably can't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they realized that I was so like into trying to get things paid off that the whole broke on purpose thing just stuck. And that's where the whole brand idea came from. Okay. It wasn't about being broke because my situation may be that way. It was about being broke because I wanted to be so that I could pay off debt and live the life that I was truly supposed to live. Right. Mm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I feel you. That is so real. Mm. It is. It is. And you know, just my own personal story. I discovered, you know, uh, Melody's Facebook page. <laughs> As I was trying to figure out how to pay off my own student loan debt. You know, I have undergrad debt and I have graduate school debt. And I don't even want to think about going to get my professional degree. That's even more debt. <laughs> you know, and so I love, love this story. And so, okay, so I have a question. So when you say living broke on purpose, so then what exactly, you know, do you do? Because I feel like that's easy to say. So what are you actually doing, you know, to to knock out the debt, because I know that probably takes a lot of prayer. That probably takes a lot right. of diligence. So, yeah. <laughs> so it all comes down to contentment, discernment, and just being good stewards with what God is giving you. I like and that. So we like what we what we down. do is we create a monthly budget. Uh, we sit down, and my husband and I, and we say, okay, this is how much money we know we have coming in this month. So let's allocate it so that. The money already has um, a category, and the money is going to go where it's supposed to go instead of us just willy-nilly saying, oh, we're going to pay for this, we're going to pay for that. So we create a budget. Um, and that's the first and foremost thing that I always tell people to do. Once you have it written on paper, you have given that paper power. You have given that budget power, and it's up to you to make sure that you execute it correctly. And so we have every, we have a budget, and anything that we bring in beyond that budget, any money that we don't spend with the budget, we kind of throw it at the debt. So um, we live frugally. Um, I tell a lot of people, like, we don't, you know, we don't go out and go out to dinner or we don't, we're not always shopping or doing anything like that. We cut cable. I mean, we, we basically cut it back to where we would have an excess that we could throw at the debt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the first things that I tell people to do is if you, if you really want to figure out how much extra you could pay on your debt, create a budget because the budget is going to tell you the truth about your situation. And sometimes the truth hurts. Yeah. Mm, right. like, yeah. Sometimes that truth will tell you, you know, your budget will tell you, you know what, you're overspending by $500 every single month, mm-hmm. you know, or your budget will say, you know, Oh, you're doing pretty good, but you can change up a little bit in these categories and free up more money also. Yeah. So the budget is just going to be that truth teller. And with a lot of couples, I tell people, you know, when you sit down and create a budget together, that budget is also going to bring a lot of skeletons out of the closet, mm-hmm. you know, because there are situations in relationships where the wife or the husband isn't really being honest about their spending. Mm-hmm. And they think that, okay, well, if I spike my card and it goes through, I'm okay. In reality, you aren't. And so this is a time when you're sitting down to write your budget to really be honest about what's going on with your financial situation because you will. only thing you need to do is get it out on the table one time. If you get it out there and you're honest that one time, it's over. Yeah. Now mm-hmm. you work your plan and, and you move forward. Yeah. And I admire that because I feel like when you mention, you know, you got to put the truth on the table, I think that truth will make you take action yeah. as well. Absolutely. Not even just with finance, but finances but with anything you know if you realize that you being irresponsible with your money 
whether it be you're not giving, you're not tithing, you're being stingy, whatever the case may be, that would just kind of make you take action. Like, yeah. oh, I need to reflect back on my own life. Exactly, because it might scare you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it will. It, I mean, for, for me, it was a wake-up call. It was like, you know, I, I wrote everything out, and I was like, wow. You know, on paper, it, it, it has a bigger impact because you're seeing everything all at once instead of just taking note of something here, something there. But when it's all on, you know, right in front of you, it makes you think differently. And a lot of times people will say, you know, well, I'm trying, I want to do this, I want to do that, and I want to do this. And I say, well, write your budget. And then if you're having trouble, stick to your budget. This is one thing I tell people. You can't keep asking for increase while doing things that cause you to decrease. Oh, wow. say so that, wow. Melody. <laughs> oh, my God. That is one of my biggest mantras. And I tell myself that, too, because I'll find myself saying, well, I should probably do, you know. And I'm like, no, if I want God to, you know, enlarge my territory, if I want to move mountains, I can't keep going out here and spending money in, in, in categories that I haven't budgeted for. Yeah. And it's the same. And you can think about that in all aspects of your life. What do you want? And then what are you doing to detract from what you're trying to get? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. I think that's a good point. I think that kind of goes back to that Proverbs 31 woman, mm-hmm. you know, and it says mm-hmm. that she's responsible with yeah. her money, responsible for her family, making these wise choices, you know, so that she, she can, you know, be this upstanding woman that we all should really strive to be. So mm-hmm. I think that's awesome. <laughs> oh, that was real good. Yeah. <laughs> so how, so when you presented it to your husband, Melanie, you know, what was his reaction? How did he feel about it? So when I, it was, it was, he, so my husband is there. He's a very understanding man. Um, and so when I first presented to him, okay, this is our situation, it was kind of, you know, it was, it, it's kind of hard to describe, I guess, I guess you have to be in the moment, but it, he was, he was upset, but okay. he wasn't upset at me, Right. you know, he was upset at the situation, at the truth, but yeah, <laughs> right, and, but he was grateful that we had gotten, that I had gotten to a point where I was like, okay, this is what it is, and I have a plan to get us out of it, and I just need you to trust me that when we work this plan, it's going to work. And so, okay, he was like, okay, you know, we'll try it out for a few months, see how things work. And once he saw that we were able to pay off so much money in, you know, the first month and the second month, we were able to pay off a lot more. In the third month, we were, you know, closing down credit cards because we had completely paid things off. He was he was 100% on board. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I had to cut cable, you know, when football was going on. Said, how you do know? you feel about he these did, sports, the ESPN right, and Packers? Right, football games. You know, so I hey, y'all from you know, Philly. Oh gosh! <laughs> so I told him, I said, you know, like you probably have to go to, you know, the restaurants or something to watch the games. But we, you know, right now we can't afford this cable. Mm-hmm. And so right, and we we haven't had cable since then. Well, we have like a limited, you know, cable, and but we're used to it because we're so focused on what can we do to earn extra money to pay off the debt that we really don't even have time to watch TV. Yeah, mm. yeah. So, I mean, it sounds like, and, you know, personally, I've been just trying to pay off, you know, a lot of debt myself, and I've taken kind of the Dave Ramsey approach. I know you mentioned that in your ebook. Do you kind of mix that approach with maybe like a Susie Orman approach, you know, or, you know, I guess, or did you just know to do a budget, or did you have to find resources of how to knock out the budget? So I knew to do a budget from just like years ago, even though I hadn't really been implementing it in our lifestyle. I knew what a budget was and I knew how to work a budget. Mm -hmm. Um, But I always tell people Dave Ramsey, um, his Total Money Makeover, it's a great book to kind of get you started. Even Sue Orman has a book called Young, Fabulous, and Broke, which basically described me. Um, (laughs) You know, so, and it it basically tells you how to do a budget and, and, you know, it answers a lot of money questions. Um, 
and I in in the Broke on Purpose ebook, I show people how how to do a budget and and what to do when you are overspending and what to do when you're underspending, um, and I answer questions and things of that nature. But the budget is going to be the foundation for you getting out of debt. Mm-hmm. And like I said, the budget is going to open your eyes. It's going to show you where you can cut back. Um, it's going to show you where you need to stop spending altogether. I mean, it is like the it is the best thing for anybody. And a lot of people have problems with the budget because they're like, well, I don't want something telling me how I should spend my money. And I'm just like, well, you've been doing it your way for this long and this is where you are. Yeah. Why not try it a different way and just see what happens? Mm-hmm. You know, you don't like it, and you don't have to stick with it, but just try. Yep, yep, I love uh, that. So, I don't lost my question. <laughs> I'm loving. I'm. I don't know. I just find this like just so interesting, and I think you know, a lot. Of, I, I think a lot of women just need to hear it because I know for me, I didn't even know like where to begin. Yeah. You know, so do you mind me asking? You know, how much? How much debt you guys have been able to pay off so far and when did you actually start was this a year ago you started was it two years so ago? we started 15 months ago 15 the months last ahead. march mm-hmm. it's been 15 months and in the 15 months we've paid off forty-five thousand six hundred and nine. wow oh my god <laughs> oh that my is god. awesome <laughs> so that's that's what i mean when i say we're like i tell you people, are like, broke we're, girl we're in it to win it like yeah. we are truly living broke on purpose yeah. and you know we've changed a lot of the ways things that we do you know, we shop in bulk, and, you know, instead of shopping for clothes a lot, I started doing a capsule wardrobe, which is basically, like, a very limited wardrobe, mm-hmm. and that's all I wear for the entire season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just looking for ways that you can save money and making those sacrifices, because what you're doing is you're sacrificing now, and now is not, it's not a, you know, it's just for the, for the time being, and then later you're going to be able to live the life that you really want to live, and my husband and I, we talk about all, that all the time, because we have to keep each other motivated, because there are times where we're just like, man, you know, we're working so hard, and basically all this money is going to debt, and I'm just like, but think about how great it's going to be when we no longer have debt, mm-hmm. like, think about all the money that we're putting towards the debt now, and then when it's gone, we're going to have this money to be able to do the things that we really want to do, to travel, to give, and to really live the life that we should be living, you yeah. know? And so that's, and that's our ultimate goal. And that's what we have to always, you know, remind ourselves about when we get discouraged in, in the journey. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So are you guys fully out of debt now or are you on your way still? Oh, to no. Debt? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we were out of debt now. We, and I, and I'm, I'm totally 100% honest with people when I explain to them how much debt we have. We still have over $100,000 in debt because we have a lot of student loans. Yeah. And the reason why we it's so high is because there's this thing called interest. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people think, okay, well, my loans are deferred, so that means I don't have to pay them. No, you don't have to pay them, but what's happening behind your back is that the interest is building. Yep. And it's compounding every single day. Yep. And so then basically what they do is they take that interest that's compounded and they add it to your principal. Mm-hmm. So now you're paying, you're building interest on interest. Mm-hmm. So and you're never have, paying off that principal. Right, yeah. right. And you're never paying off the principal. And so we had one loan because it's been in deferment because I've been in school. Mm-hmm. Um, it had accrued over $17,000 just in interest. Mm-hmm. And before we could even begin to even pay the principal, you have to satisfy the interest. Yep. And so people think, okay, well, they, they're only requiring me to pay a minimum, minimum payment of like $150. And then when you look, that $150 didn't even satisfy the entire amount of interest that accrued mm-hmm. for that time period. Right. 
So you're never so you never pay it off and you never get ahead. And a lot of people don't realize that. And that's why I tell people to take a good, hard look at what's going on with their student loans, what's going on with their credit cards. Don't just look at that minimum payment because that minimum payment will keep you in debt forever. Yeah. Yeah, I think that even goes for credit card debt. That goes mm-hmm. for any debt, you yeah. know. And I yeah. think, you know, we're just more so talking specifically with student loan debt because I think that's what we're able to identify with the most. At least I know personally. You, you got any debt, Jess? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, luckily I don't really have a lot of credit card debt. And in my issue is definitely student loan debt. And so, I mean, Melody, you know, for someone like me or just anyone who is just frustrated, like, oh, my gosh, I'm, I'm just never going to get out of it. I think that's just a true testimony of paying $45,000 off in 15 months. That's, that's got to give crazy. probably yourself, Melody, just encouragement just to pay off the other 100000 you know, right. to come. That's got to, like, give yourself some type of motivation. And then what I want to know as well, I, men- I remember you mentioned giving. When you want to pay off your debt, you want to be able to give more. So what would you advise women who, you know, want to give their tithes? You know, let's just say they're giving 400 a month to tithe, you know, whatever. You know, what do you say? Like, oh, I could use that $400 a month, you know, to, to pay towards my debt. What do you tell those women how important it is to still tithe and making sure that, you know, God is still going to provide for you, you know, if you continue, you know, to give to him and his kingdom? Right. So I, we always pay our tithes. That, mm-hmm. that comes off off top. Off of, out, of any, out of any money that we bring into the house, um, we take out tithes, then we take out taxes, and then anything else that we have left over goes towards the debt. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always tell people, like, when you pay your tithes, God's going to bless you beyond what you can even imagine. Mm-hmm. And it's just like you feel like, well, I, I really need that $400. Okay. But you know what? God gives you everything that you need. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He gives you everything that you need. It's all about how you manage what he is giving you. So, you know, if you give him that $400 and you say, well, now I can't pay my cable bill or I can't pay my life bill, I guarantee you that if you trust and you believe and if you have faith that God's going to provide you with, an, you know, an excess of what the light bill was actually was. Yeah. And yeah. so, I mean, even for people, they say, well, you know, you make money as a digital media influencer. How do you count that into your, you know, normal budget? And I, I always tell people, I never know how much I'm going to make month to month as a, you know, as an entrepreneur. I don't know. Right. But I don't worry about it because I know that I've done my part and I trust and believe that God is going to bless me and that he's going to provide for our family. And, and I, and I don't worry about it. And that's one thing that I want people to, to know is that you, that this is one thing that you should not worry about. Mm-hmm. Do your part, you know, give God what he, you know, give back to God, what he is giving to you and trust and believe that he is going to make a way now say, you know, well, my cable got cut off. That's fine. Something bigger and better is coming. You just have to have that faith and trust and believe because, you know, it might be a test. You might mm-hmm. just be being tested. Yeah. And you just have to have patience and faith to pass, to pass that test. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Can I ask what your husband does? Because it sounds like, you know, you're a student full time. And I know about that stipend because I've been there, done that. And the stipend, and, you know, it's, it's not a lot. That's why they call it stipend and, mm-hmm. not, and not a salary. So can I ask what your husband does for a living? So he works for a company called Accenture. And I want to say he's like a uh, software engineer. Okay. I guess that's his title. It changes all the time. Every time he asks me, I'm like, what do you do again? Like, yeah, yeah. He's working, girl. That's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> Look, he brings home a paycheck. That's all I know. Right. <laughs> so that's what counts. But, um, but, yeah, so even with my, even with my, you know, small student stipend, 
we still budget. I mean, we still live below our means so that we can throw extra money at the debt. I mean, we paid off both our cars. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have any credit card debt right now. The only thing that we're tackling is student loan debt. And that's because every little thing that comes in, we throw out the debt. You yeah. know, income tax return, it goes to debt. You know, sometimes I get birthday money or money for this or money for that. It goes for the debt. Any windfall money, it goes for the debt. We haven't had a vacation, and I don't, I can't tell when. Mm-hmm. Um, and how long have you guys been married? We've been married for five years. Okay. And I think we probably had, like, maybe one vacation. But we just started broke on purpose in March, so that's really not the excuse. Right. Um, what we, we live so frugally. Like, people will be like, oh, you know, let's go out and let's do paint night. And I'm like, okay, well, how much is it? And they're like, $35 a person. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so, and it, it just got, it gets to a point where we're, you know, I understand that we're saying no now and we're turning down a lot of, you know, opportunities to go and hang out. But if it requires us to spend money, that's really detracting from what our overall goal is. And our goal is to pay off the debt. And that $70 it goes a long way when you're trying to pay off student loan interest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I remember, you, you know, you mentioning that about when we talked about tithing as far as, you know, God will provide and things like that. So when adversity hits, you know, how have you handled that? Or have you, has it just been smooth sailing these past 15 months? You know, no, it you has, no, it hasn't been smooth sailing right. at all. But um, we have an emergency fund, and that's one of the things that I tell people all the time. Put that emergency fund in place. Because a lot of people are like, oh, I don't have savings, or I don't put any things in, in, uh, in my savings. And that savings account is going to save you. It's going to make the difference from that situation being an emergency or just a problem for the day. Mm-hmm. You know, and so that's what I tell people to do. Put money in an emergency fund. Um, you can put at least 500 to $1,000 aside. And, you, and if you can't afford to put it all in there at one time, then I tell people, you know, well, Put it in your budget. Yeah. You know, have money going towards savings every single month so that when that situation does arise, you can handle it. Mm-hmm. You know, but I always tell people, make sure you pay your tithes. Tithes come first, you know, before handling any situation. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good point. This has been that's awesome. A, I'm yes. so glad that we yes. had this conversation. And, Melody, I definitely want you to share with our listeners, you know, all that you got going on. I know you have a blog, a website, a Facebook. So definitely share. You know, we, 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 want, we want this to be about you now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so we do have... Um, the Facebook group, uh, well, not Facebook group, we have the Facebook page. Uh, you can just search Broke on Purpose and it'll come up. There's also the uh, Live Broke on Purpose website where, honestly, all, all everything that's on there it comes from a personal perspective from either myself or my husband, who I have gotten on board to help me um, share a lot of stories. He did just write an article about why he chose to combine finances with me which is something that is very important because a lot of married couples have an issue with combining finances. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you get married, you two become one. And so in that instance, two finances become, well, two, you know, well, two accounts becomes one account. Sure. And I tell people a lot of times, you know, it's important to combine finances because that's the only way you're really going to succeed as a couple in working to pay off debt. Because if you're pulling a cart and one person is pulling one way and the other person is pulling the other way, you're never going to move forward. Mm, right. Um, so, uh, also have the Broke on Purpose Instagram account where I share a lot of motivational sayings and um, I just try to keep people motivated. Um, we have the Broke on Purpose ebook, which is a. Um, I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. It's a great resource for people who just want a true 
just idea of how to get started and we broke it down so that it could be for people who are you know a lot of times you have these financial um guides and they're just so hard to understand because they're using all these big words and this yeah. jargon and i wanted to break it down on a level where you know it was like me talking to a girlfriend and just saying this is what we did and this is how you can do it too mm-hmm. um I also offer one-on-one consultations where I really sit, I actually sit down with people and I help them create that budget and I help them create a winning plan to get out of debt. Um, and we also have money envelopes that I actually love. Um, the Broken Purpose money envelopes are just a great way to help you, you know, if you're having trouble staying on task or staying within your budget, with the money envelopes, you put all your all the money that you have budgeted into the envelopes. And once that money is gone, then you know you can't spend any more in that category. So I absolutely love them. Yeah, I use them all the time, especially for like self care or for. And I have one called Latte Loop because <laughs> you know, daily coffee. Yeah, <laughs> you won't realize how much you spend on coffee until you, you know until you really sit down and look at it. But once that money in the envelope is gone, you know you just can't. You have to go home and make your own coffee. Yeah. Um, so these are great things that we have going on. I have a lot, a lot of other great things in the work that I can't really talk about right now. Okay, um, that's fine. <laughs> but I'm really excited for where we see Broke on Purpose going, um, what we see Broke on Purpose doing. I love that it's impacting so many people, and I'm so grateful that people are allowing us to share our journey with them. Um, because one thing that we don't talk about in the African-American community is finances. Mm-hmm. We just don't talk about it. And it is some, in order to break that cycle, we have to start having that conversation because there are times people say, well, I saw my mom struggle with money. I saw my grandma struggle with money. And now here I am struggling with money. You know, it's, it, at some point you have to be willing to break that cycle. Right. And that's what Broke on Purpose is here to do. It's here to dispel that myth that money is something that you're not supposed to talk about. I talk about money all the time with people. They probably get tired of me talking about money. But, I'm just <laughs> like, but you, you know, this is something that people need to know about, um, especially starting with, you know, with young kids. Have a conversation with them about where money comes from. You yeah. know, a lot of kids just like are like, oh, I want this, this, and that, and they don't realize where money is actually coming from. So I also tell my clients with kids, show them the budget. Yeah. Show mm-hmm. them what's really going on so they have a full understanding that they just, you know, that things just don't work the way it works in your friend's house. It's not going to work the same way, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm just I'm just really excited and passionate about Broke on Purpose, and, I, and I'm just so happy that so many people are actually, you know, um, taking my advice and just watching our journey and deciding to walk with us. We call it a Broke on Purpose family. If somebody buys the e-book, I'm just like, welcome to the family because yeah. this is, you know, we're going to get there together. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Melody, we thank you so much for yes. joining us. This yes. has been awesome. And I know I've taken away a lot from it. I love your website. I'm on it all the time. <laughs> thank I love you. the thank envelope you. system. And I've been a fan of the envelope system ever since I got introduced to Dave Ramsey. And so I introduced my boyfriend to it. I love it. And I tell people all the time, like, you need to do the envelope system. Because like you said, when you can see the cash actually coming physically out of your pocket mm-hmm. and once that $20 is gone, it's gone. It makes a world of difference. Yeah, so. exactly. And that's why I tell people, with, don't stop using credit cards. With credit cards, you don't have that mental connect mm-hmm. to the money. You just swipe the credit card and the money's gone. But you didn't see it leave. Yeah. But when you have to hand somebody a, you know, a $20 bill yeah. or a $5 bill or a $100 bill, you're like, ooh, I don't know if I should really buy it. Like, exactly. You know, <laughs> because you have that personal connection to the money. And that's what really helps people who have a problem with staying on budget. It really helps them, you know, stay on task because they have that physical connection to the money and they actually see it leaving their hand and they know once it's gone 
it's gone. It's gone. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Thank you so much. Good luck with your PhD. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you yeah. so much. Hoping to be done in November. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Well, amen. Thank you. And thank you, listeners. And we will catch y'all next week. <laughs>